I'm going to share with you a Devar Torah that is new for me today. I actually mentioned it in my earlier share today, but I'm kind of excited about it, and I think it could use more work. Um, so I want to share it with everyone, but you're also welcome to listen to the Wednesday morning share today, and you can get a little bit more probably of an elaboration there. So the Torah in our parsha discusses marriage, and there's a two-sentence paragraph which says, when a man will take a new wife, he should not engage in war activities or any other type of service. He needs to be available to his home for one year, and he should make happy the wife, the woman that he married. That's sentence number one. The second sentence in the same paragraph says, in a situation of a loan, do not take as collateral items that are essential to daily living. So, for example, the Torah says, don't take as a collateral a person's millstone, what a person grinds with the stone on top and the, the heavy bowl on the bottom. They use it to grind their grain into flour. A person needs that in order to eat. Don't take that as a collateral. So my brother, Rav Yehuda's wife, who's a Rosh Hashiva here in the Yeshiva, uh, we, we had a joint Sheva Brachas that my parents made on Monday night. He asked the question, what does one sentence have to do with the other? You know, you, you marry a new woman and uh, you're supposed to, uh, you know, make her happy and be available for the year, etc. Don't take a collateral from a person that you lend money that's an essential item of daily living. Okay, if that's true, very nice, but why is it in the same paragraph? So my brother of Yehuda suggested that it's telling you that just like the millstone is an essential component of daily living, marriage is also an essential component of life. So that was a beautiful idea that he mentioned. Um, I just wanted to mention it briefly. There's a lot to think about that. I chose to go in a different direction, even though I like that idea very much and I appreciate his question very much. My answer is that when it comes to marriage, we very often have expectations or demands on our spouse. And when they're not met, we feel compelled, A, to let them know, and B, to make sure that it changes, right? So we tend to put pressure on our spouse for things that we think are important. I'm talking about good people. I'm not talking about you know people who are just making frivolous and unnecessary and ridiculous requests from each other. I'm saying carpool is important, dinner is important, making a living is important. And it happens that very often, one spouse will put a tremendous amount of pressure on the other spouse and say, you know, you have to do this, you know? There could be a lot of criticizing, a lot of uh, putting someone down, uh, a lot of drama and stress. What the rabbis are, I'm sorry, what the Torah is telling us here by juxtaposing these laws is saying that we can't approach those areas of marriage with pressure. Just like when we lend someone money and they owe money back, we can ask, you know, occasionally after the loan is due, uh, are you able to pay me back? But we can't put them under intense pressure. It's, it's okay to have a collateral, but not one that they need for that day, not one that they need in order to live. That's what the Torah is telling us about marriage. There's so much stress and tension that can happen in a relationship because each member of the couple feels that the other person has to provide certain things. There are expectations that need to be met 
Torah is telling us it's perfectly understandable and reasonable to have that arrangement, but it is not at all okay to put the other person under major pressure and stress. You can ask, you can have a conversation about it, and things are not working, you can address it, but you can't give the feeling as, for example, in the case of collateral, well, if you don't have supper on time at six o'clock, I'm tearing up the credit card. That's not okay. And so this, I think, is a, a formula that we all have to apply, not only in a new marriage, but throughout uh, all years of our marriage relationships. And hopefully if we do that, what will happen is that there will be a lot of happiness. Because if we recognize that we're not allowed to put the other one under stress, hopefully we'll also recognize that we really need to appreciate when they do provide whatever was the agreed upon you know, commitment and role of their responsibility. We appreciate it. We feel privileged that we're in such a relationship instead of, you know, now. Okay, questions or comments?